Welcome back to the Behind Reporting series on the Pirate Podcast. I'm Avery Rolshan, and today we're talking about all the details that go into being a reporter. This includes the First Amendment and some other important laws reporters always need to follow, bias and media, which includes what it is and how to identify it, and what misinformation is, how to identify it, and how to ensure you don't get caught up in it. All this ties into the ultimate role of journalism, which is to provide citizens with information that they need to make the best possible decisions about their life. It is to provide the people with the facts and not opinions so that they can make their own opinions on a topic. First off, something really important to every journalist is to know what rights and freedoms they have. The First Amendment protects the most basic freedoms. This means that Congress is prohibited from passing a law that infringes on our freedom of religion, freedom of speech, freedom of the press, the right to assemble, and the right to petition the government. However, the First Amendment doesn't allow us to just say or publish whatever we want. We have other laws to follow as well. These laws prohibit journalists from committing defamation of character, obscenity, copyright infringement, also known as plagiarism, or invasion of privacy. I'm going to do a quick overview of what everything is so that you guys understand what those terms mean. So, Defamation of character is when you're intentionally trying to hurt someone's reputation, usually to the point that it hurts their career or livelihood. There are two different kinds of defamation of character journalists can get sued for, libel and slander. Libel is a lot easier to sue for because it can usually be found in published articles, headlines, even the captions to a picture. Slander, however, is a lot harder to sue for because it is defamation through words, so the lack of proof makes it really difficult. The next thing I'm going to explain is obscenity. This usually includes nudity and swear words. Unfortunately, there's really no set precedent for obscenity in the U.S., so journalists have to look for what is accepted in each state. The Constitution allows obscenity, but it is not covered based on time, place, and public. Because of the varying audience, the legalities vary. Next is copyright infringement or plagiarism. This is the use of someone else's creative work without attribution or fair compensation. Copyright in the U.S. usually lasts the entire lifetime of the person who created it plus 75 years because anything ever created is technically copyrighted. However, you can purchase a copyright license if you feel it is necessary. To avoid copyright infringement, avoid popular music, don't use someone else's quote as your own, always give credit, and don't Google random images on the internet. Last, always make sure that you double check the fine print. Lastly is invasion of privacy. Privacy can be invaded by public disclosure and embarrassing facts. Make sure not to go too far when publishing news. Ask yourself first if it is newsworthy, and second, if this is something that will benefit the public or bring someone's life crashing down. Next is intrusion. This mostly happens with photography. The rule is you can take pictures of someone as long as it can be seen with the naked eye. You need permission to take pictures in private places like homes, bathrooms, etc. This next part is about bias in media. There are two main bias that we can find in our media, explicit and implicit. Explicit bias is much easier to determine. Look at the mission statement of the publication. If it says conservative or liberal, it's immediately telling you that they're looking out for the interest of a political belief. Implicit bias takes some work to find. It's all in the verbiage used. Rule of thumb is, if it can be argued against, it's usually biased. 
We can identify bias in our news by noticing the L-Y ending words, look for terms that are overly vague and can be argued like success, failure, enjoyable, unpleasant, etc. Look for terms that incite a certain notion and look for stereotyped language. Also, we can look for the outlet credibility and source credibility. A pretty important part of journalism is to always be honest. The term misinformation is false or inaccurate information, especially that which is deliberately intended to deceive. Overall, there are a few ways to check to make sure that the media you are consuming is accurate and honest. You can look at respectable sources and make sure to check the sources listed for the article you're reading. Just remember, don't immediately believe everything that you see on the internet or social media without doing some research first. So next, I'm going to be interviewing Emily Briggs. She's a close friend of mine, and I feel like she has a pretty good understanding of media today. Hi, Avery. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, So our first question, or not really question, but I would like for you to name one source you think is credible and why you think it's credible. It can be a website or a newspaper. I personally like CNN to get my news from. Because I think they are not very biased, and they talk about things that go on around the world. Yeah, okay, I can agree with that. Um, And then my next question is to name a source that you don't think is a credible source, and why you don't think that it is a credible source. I would say anything from Wikipedia, because anything, anybody could put anything on there. That's true. Um... Okay, so the next question is, where do you get most of your media from, and do you think that it's credible or biased in any way? I get most of my media from CNN or New York Times, and I would say it's pretty credible, not really biased that much. Yeah, see, personally for me, I don't really go to, like, the news websites. It's more of, like, I see stuff on Snapchat or Instagram, um... And they'll give me news, and I don't know how true that is or if it's all just misinformation. Okay, so next is what is the most common type of media that you see in a day? Um, I see a lot of stuff about coronavirus now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of political things. Definitely. Um. All right, and then my last question for you is, do you think the, that most of the news you see or read is biased, and why? I'd say a pretty good chunk of it is. Um, it depends on where you go to find that source or that news, but yeah, you just got to trust what you read in some sites. Yeah, um, do you know, wh- or like, why do you think it's biased? Well, some of them definitely show their opinion towards things and will add on little tags that aren't necessary. That's true. Towards the topic, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Emily, and thank you listeners for tuning in to Behind Reporting with Avery Rolsham.